This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And uh, it is time for another installment in the New Year, New You series. It's been going all month long, and this is the last one. We've talked about New Year's resolutions. We've talked about uh, mental health. We've talked about fitness and weight loss. And today, we are going to bring it in because it is all about us. Self-love, self-care, what that means to us as parents, what that translates into for our kids. And so I was like, you know what? I want to have some fun with this show. I want to bring on one of my girlfriends. And of course, I'm talking about Miss Chantelle Bison. She is a two-time best-selling author, entrepreneur, mama of three. Guys, I don't even know, but now new brand new grandma to Rory. What? How are you a grandma? Chantal, what is going on? Well, when you have them at 12, I mean, what can you expect, right? (laughs) Thank you. You're so kind. You know, the crazy thing is I'm 53 and I'm a grandma and Rory was born when I was 52. He's almost a year and a half. I made my mother a grandmother at 37. Like what? Can you believe? Yeah. Cause my mom was 16 when she had my brother, she was 17 and a half when she had me. So by the time I was 19, you know, my mom was only 37. So I actually feel it's funny because people are like, what your grandma. I'm like, I actually feel like I'm in the wheelhouse of grandma, you know, of the years to be a grandmother. My mom sure as hell was not, I don't know how she didn't have a heart attack, but she was the best. She totally dove in head, head first and was the best grandma still is the best. You, grandma. Well, if you look at your mom being a grandma at 37, you are late to the party. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm really late. I was a whole, like what, 15 years later than my mom. But, um, no, you know what? It's interesting. It's, it's really, because at first, um, you know, you're, my daughter was pregnant and you're watching her be pregnant and I'm in the delivery room. And of course, now I know what my mom meant about like just having a heart attack the entire time that she was in the delivery room with me. Um, cause it's different when it's happening to your child. Right. And you're, yeah. there's a helplessness there while you're watching them. I can't even imagine. I'm it's getting visuals and I'm like, what? Yes. It's wild to witness your daughter bring life. Um, because when you're in it doing it yourself, you know, you just, it has to happen so that you can have the baby. Right. But yeah. as, as, a, as the mother and you're standing outside of it, you're like, why does it have to take so long? Why is it causing her so much? What? And you can't literally can't do anything. So it was an interesting exchange. But, you know, everybody was saying to me, my girlfriends who already have grandkids or just people on internet who follow me who are like, oh my God, you're going to love being a grandparent. You're going to love. I didn't feel that initially. And I don't know if it's because I couldn't do anything with him or for him and there was no sort of exchange. So I, because I never had wanted to be a mother, right? It wasn't like I didn't, some kids fantasize about being a parent. Yeah. That wasn't my vibe. I just was like, I was going to go be Marilyn Monroe 2.0 in Hollywood, have lots of lovers do the thing. Um, so surprise, surprise when I was pregnant at 19. But anyway, so I was I was starting to actually feel anxious about it. Like I felt like I was I was broken, you know, that there was something wrong with me that I, I wasn't getting to that point where everybody was like, oh, my God, being a grandmother is the best thing in the whole entire world. But it, I have it now. So it's all good. You know what? You saying that, do you know what was coming to mind? But I was getting flashbacks of when I had Samantha, 
my oldest, who is, who's going to be turning 12, um, in June. Um, and it was just like, I remember all those feelings, like being pregnant, leaving the house and coming back with a baby in my arms. And I'm like, what is going on? What happened? Who am I? Like, and there's this weird feeling. And a lot of people, that's when postpartum depression kicks in. You know what I mean? And a lot of people have that hard time connecting with their child. And it is a real thing. Then you then you turn to the the moms that are like so in love with their baby. I know. And I loved being pregnant. I'm like, I hated being pregnant, you know? Yeah. And as much well, as I loved and adored her, it was just, you know what I mean? Like I was going through a tough time. And so what you said is kind of reminded me of postpartum. And I'm, I wonder if that's a thing for grandmas. You know what? That's an interesting angle. I've never really, I've never thought of because it's not my baby, right? Like, so when it's your baby and you're feeling those sort of sensations or lack of sensations of connection you're like oh my god then we start to label stuff you know what I mean and it's like we get all in our feelings we get navel gazing and we start to decide that we're going down a certain path but I guess because it's not talked about as a grandparent you know there's no real I mean data on it but that's that's really fascinating because yeah I guess it is because the thing of it is when you become a grandparent there is a sort of loss of self, right? Now you're going into another realm of your womanhood, right? There's that, you're, there's the sort of emotional, mental struggle of like, well, am I old now? Um, do I have to start wearing Velcro sneakers? Like I have to start <laughs> wearing, you know, pull-up panties with liners. Like, you know, there's this, it's sort of like a mind f- um, yeah. and, and, and I guess it's really no different as you're bringing this up. It's really no different than what you feel when you're transferring from being your own independent human being to being a mother. Um, so I think postpartum, a lot of postpartum, and I'm not a psychologist, so don't come for me, but I think a lot of postpartum is that sort of loss of self-identity, um, the knowing that it'll never be the same. And in, in a lot of ways it's beautiful and it's fantastic, but it's life will never be the same. Right. And that, that's yeah, scary adventure. and it is scary and it is scary. So that, yeah, you know what I'm, I would say, I think you're onto something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. When you were saying that that's what hit and you know what we were talking all about like self-love and self-care. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important that we take care of ourselves and do the things that we need to do for ourselves because if we don't, we're not going to be in a good place. Listen, over the past few years with the pandemic, we have seen firsthand people that have been doing so well yeah. just go to, you know, SHIT. Yeah. And so we really, really need to, you know, bring things back to ourselves and do what we need to do for ourselves because it all starts with us. Yeah. And it's right? interesting that you say that because um, you know, my very first book, which I, which you have is raising your kids without mm. losing your cool. And then I followed that up with parenting your teen without losing your cool, because I'm very, very passionate about the only way the world can shift to be a better world is if we do it with our children. You know what I mean? We, we have to start at home and it starts with our own kids. And I think there's a lot of, there's a lot happening in parenting where everybody's looking around to see what everybody else is doing. And they're not following their own heart center and their own intuition and their own dreams and aspirations of the kind of human they want to, you know, I say grow, but they're like flowers, right? You water them, you nurture them, then they grow. Um, so I was initially, my 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 plan for the series of the Without Losing Your Cool brand was that I was going to go into, the third book was supposed to be a relationship book because everybody's like, how have you and Yannick been together for 35 years? What the mm-hmm. hell? You gotta tell everybody. 
it's not easy. And I don't think everybody wants to know how, because sometimes it's just by sheer, like pushing through and just blinders on, like, and just grunting it out. Um, but I thought after two years of the pandemic and what I witnessed with my friends and what I witnessed going on with the world is that people needed a deeper sense of self. People needed to get reconnected yeah. to themselves. So it then made sense to me to go and write loving yourself without losing your cool, which it's yes. not so much a how-to book as it is a getting back to the roots of yourself. First off, understanding why you're built the way you are, which recovers, it requires oftentimes like a, an onion, you got to peel the layers back to get to your core. Um, so it's really a book about self-exploration and what worked for me. And it really is meant to help people investigate themselves and to look inward and say, okay, what are my blocks? Where are my blocks? Is it just flat out rooted in fear? Is it because I was never told that I could become anything? Is it because of trauma? Is it because of my own, you know, way I'm hardwired? And it's really, really, it's so important that we take responsibility for where we at our, where we're at in life, where we've been and where we're going. So that for me just felt like a natural third book to write. I love it. When is that one coming out? Oh, it's out. Yeah, that's my second. I know. You know what? I'm telling you, here's the thing, right? This is really bugs me. And I'm I'm just going to be real quick here, right here. But I have a bone to pick for it. Instagram, right? Because you can't promote yourself any other way. Like it's old, fa old fashioned. You could do book yeah. signings and da, 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 and word of mouth. Now people go on Instagram and if they see you on Instagram and they like, they follow. If they never see you, which with the algorithm, a lot of people, my own, I don't like, I said to you the other day, I'm like, oh my God, you're still alive. I haven't seen anything pop up from you on Instagram. Right? And I haven't seen you pop up for me either on the gram. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane. So yeah, the book's been out. Um, it'll be a, it's, it, it'll be a year. No, what are we? 2020. It came out in 2022. Yeah. So it'll Should be a year don't say then. this to me. I'm a horrible friend. Look, Hey, and also she's gonna, she's pulling out the book from the bookshelf behind her guys. You can't see this at home, but we're on zoom. So like, let's see. Oh my. And it's, it's such a beautiful cover. Okay. Beautiful. I'm, I'm going to send it to you. Hands on that. Yes. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. Sign it and for me, please. Um, I also, what I created with this book, it comes with a journal. Okay. Oh, that is so good. And it also, you know, you can accompany it with these love notes <gasps> are, um, daily cards that you pull. So there are, it, it's three sections. There are mirror mantras, there are meditation prompts and there are journal prompts in the books. And really I, I, what I've discovered about with my, without losing your cool brand, it's really a relationship brand. It's a way to better your relationships with children, with your partners. And primarily what we're talking about here is how to better be connected to yourself. And we need to start with ourselves because if we don't start with ourselves, how are we going to have a good relationship with everyone around us? Answer. Oh not. my God. <laughs> love okay. it. Love it. Okay. We are going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere because we will be back with more right here on the parenting show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. You are listening to The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and we've got my girl, Chantal Bizon, joining me. She is a two-time best-selling author, an entrepreneur, mama of three, grandma, 
to little Rory, brand new grandma. Grandma at what? 52, Chantel? Yeah, he was born at 52. I'm 53 now. So, wow. Like, I mean, oh my God. I better get on it. I'm 42, turning 43. Well, you can't because Samantha's only 12. So, like, give her some time. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No, we're not rushing it. We are not not rushing it. Maybe I can adopt someone. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Adopt a bigger, adopt somebody who already has a grandchild. Maybe a dog. Maybe a dog. Let's start with that. (laughs) Start there. So Chantel, before the break, we were talking about your latest book and I love it because it talks all about the relationship with yourself. And that's what we're talking about on the show today. It's all about that self-love, self-care, and it starts with us because it is um, a part of the New Year, New You series. And a lot of people hear New Year, New You, and they're like, oh, New Year, New You. But we've been breaking it down. If you've been tuning into the shows this month, then you know that I don't really mean New Year, New You. But I mean more of like a new year, upgraded version of you, improved you, not so much new you. Mm. And I feel that everything starts with us, starts with self. Um, So I love, I love the fact that you wrote a book about your relationship with yourself. And then it comes with the journal and the meditation and affirmation cards. But during the break, you put something else out, which I didn't know you had. You also have um, cards for the littles. Yeah. They're really cute. Um, so they're called not a word left unsaid and they're love notes to love yourself more. And they come in a series of three. So there's a box set for littles because obviously the language is simpler, right? You're not going to say the same words that you would say to a teenager. And then it breaks down to tweens and then it breaks down to teens. So there's three different boxes. And really what they're for is, and I know you've done this and most mamas do this is, you know, as you're witnessing your child move through life, particularly at school, I used to drop love notes in their lunchbox, just scribble mm-hmm. on a napkin so it would surprise them under their pillows, whatever. So that's exactly what these cards are. It's they're for those moments where you know your child needs a little extra support when you can't be right beside them through their day. Then um, again, you put it on their mirror, you put it under their pillow, you put it in their lunchbox. It's just it's just to remind them that you're connected, you know, and that you're thinking about them and that you get what they're going through. Or, you know, in the sense of littles, it's like teaching them don't bud, don't bully, you know, like really yeah. reiterating how to be a good global citizen. Because I I'm, I I'm, I hate to say it, I, I own a marina on a lake. I see a lot of kids. For the most part, the kids are really, really fantastic mannered and, you know, please and thank you, wait their turn. But then sometimes you see those kids come in, they're pushing other kids away from the candy yeah. cane. They're not saying please, they're throwing fits, they're yelling at their parents and they're just, you know, so these cards are really about how can we all get aligned in the fact that the way our children treat us, the way we allow them to treat us is how they're going to grow and treat others. Period. And it's not like yeah. magically they behave like little assholes at home and they tell you to shut up and they push you <laughs> and they throw their food back at you and they're, they're magically going to go to school and behave differently. No. Yeah, no, absolutely not. If your child is in control of you at home and telling you and calling the shots and behaving in a disrespectful manner, they are 100,000% doing that out in the world. If not on crack, you know what I mean? Because even at home, that sense of consequence. So these cards, my books, my everything is all about just how can we, how can we be more mindful of our relationships out in the world? I love that. And a lot of people like a, a lot of people realize it. And there's a big group of people that don't realize it, that our kids are looking up to us. 
You know what I mean? We are setting an example, whether you realize it or not, they are watching our every single move, including every word that comes out of our mouth and Mm -hmm. how we love ourselves and the respect we show ourselves. And that's what they're picking up on. So we need to do what we can to show that, that love and that compassion and that kindness and that empathy not only to those around us, but towards ourselves. hundred percent. You know, I, I, you know, it's not until you get where you're going that you have the ability to look back and see what you would have changed. So for me, you know, now that I'm a grandmother and my daughter is going to be, my eldest is going to be 34. Our middle's about to be 20, 32 and our youngest is 26. I'm, I'm, and I, I, the thing I say about being human is that often you need to be comfortable with saying you're sorry. You need to be comfortable, become comfortable with owning where you went wrong and letting those people that, you know, you have greater impact on your children, your partner, that, you know, when you weren't in love with yourself, when you were disconnected from yourself, when you didn't know what your own needs were or what you needed to heal in yourself, how you behaved, you know, the patterns that you laid out. And, you know, for me, I was bulimic growing up. So I didn't realize and recognize as I was moving through life as a young mother with my daughters, the the food insecurity and the body issues that I put on them because yeah, I wasn't bulimic anymore, but I hadn't healed what made me bulimic. Do you know? So, um, I now witness my girls talk to themselves in a way that I'm like, please don't talk to yourself like that. Like I apologize. I know I spoke to myself that way. I know I was unkind. I know I was mean and ugly to myself. Please. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. You're fantastic. It all works out in the end. And actually it doesn't, and it doesn't even really matter. It's an illness, you know? So, um, it's, it, it, that's why it's so, so important to heal yourself because like you say, they are, they're watching, they're listening. Even if you're not talking directly to them, they hear you say things when you open the fridge. Oh, I'd love to have that, but I'm fat right now. Or I'm I'm going to look like a pig if I eat, you know, whatever you say. And we say the worst things to ourselves. We say things to ourselves that we would never, ever, ever say to another person. And interestingly enough, my youngest daughter, um, about a decade ago, maybe she was like 15, 16. She started to say to herself when she would start speaking out loud about herself in a, in a negative way, she would stop herself and say, well, would I say that at the time to whatever best friend that she had? You know what I mean? Like, would mm-hmm. I say that to so-and-so? And that started to help her to stop do that. But they they are a hundred thousand percent watching and, and listening and learning. And that's not to guilt moms out. Like that's not to make you feel shame, but it's to bring you to awareness of the urgency to get yeah. right with yourself. And I think not even like just moms, but like everyone I know guys and dads Mm. and the guilt the parent guilt is real you know what I mean and we all suffer from it but it's so true we need to start with ourselves and we need to work on ourselves and and that looks different for everyone because everyone is unique right and and we have our own different stories and experiences that have brought us to where we are today and made us the person that we are today right but we do have to remember that our kids are watching us and like you said it's a conversation we're having when we're opening the fridge door or we're we're putting our clothes on in the morning or you're on the phone talking to a friend you know and you're just like hard on yourself about whatever it may be even your day at work they are listening and they're picking up on these things. So that self-love and that self-care is really important. And, you know, Chantel, I use a hashtag um, all the time. Okay, what is it? And it it is 
more than just a mom. And that can go for dads too, more than just a dad, because I find that when we become parents, we lose ourselves. We kind of spoke about this earlier on, Um, but we are more than just a parent, Mm -hmm. right? 100%. And so I think it's really important that we also take that time for ourselves. And that means time for ourselves away from the kids. Yeah. And it's the first thing that goes right. And I speak about that in my book, loving yourself without losing your cool. I speak about, listen, you've got to remember that in the end, everybody goes on with their lives. Meaning you never, ever see a man feel shame or guilt about golfing, you know, for nine hours on the weekend or taking a guy's trip or going on a business trip. Right. But when I used to have to fly to be away from my kids for business, I'd be like, oh my God, you know, there's, there's this, there's this sense of men. It's okay for men. It's not okay for women. It's okay for a dad, but it's not okay for mom. It's and you true. see it still, even women come after, I have a couple of girlfriends who are, you know, real go-getters and their job takes them away. And like, you see the comments, well, while you're doing this, who's looking after your children? Well, they have a second parent. You know, like I'm not the only parent. And if you're divorced, guess what? You're still not the only parent, you know, and most of us have a village around us that helps us, that takes, you know, takes the load off of us. But it's very, very interesting that women is the first thing. It happens as soon as we get into a relationship with a partner, we start to take care of them. You know, we start to get the groceries alone. We start to make the meals alone. We start to do laundry. We keep their bed. We get, make sure they have, you know, new on, like we just start to take care And we put ourselves aside and this person becomes our primary relationship. And then if you add children, same thing, even if you had a dog, whatever you add to that layer of that barrier between self and self-love becomes a priority. And it's just innate in women that we do that. And my book, Loving Yourself is like, ditch all that. Because if you don't connect with yourself, if you're not in a relationship with yourself that is healthy, that is a priority, that really, really makes you shine and feel fulfilled, you are never, ever, ever, ever going to be able to have anything. And it all blows up. It blew up in my face in my mid thirties, you know, me too. I was like, I was out clubbing. I was smoking hash. I was drinking every night. I was like, I'm done with this married business because I neglected myself so much to the point where I was angry all the time. And I was resentful and I was bitter. I was just going to use the word resentful. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't nurture yourself, you're going to, it's going to implode. It can't not implode. This is why. I have started a tradition. I do an annual visit to St. Anne's Spa in Grafton, Ontario. Beautiful I've Grafton, Ontario. I've never been there. Okay. We oh. have to go. I, I just booked mine. I'm going in a few weeks. Okay. I am telling you, Chantel, I go two days, one night. Yeah. And it's like, this is mama time. This is peanut time. Forget about the word mama. This yeah. is peanut time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a time where I disconnect. I go there. You get there. Okay, can I, can I just paint the picture for you? Yes, because I've never okay. been and everybody talks about it. I'm like, what is with St. Anne's? Okay, so you get there. As soon as you get there, take your clothes off. Take your clothes off. Take your bra okay? off. And you, that's it. The bra comes off, okay? You put on a big, cozy, fluffy robe. Put on some slippers. You know, you can have your, your bathing suit on underneath, your bikini, whatever floats your boat. Nothing, whatever, nothing. you know? Yeah. I'd um, be the nothing girl. Yeah. <laughs> Except for if you want to go in the pool, okay? Then clothing is required. (laughs) And um, listen, you go and you have 
lunch in your bathrobe. You have tea time in your bathrobe. You have dinner in your, you live in that bathrobe. And while you're there, you go to their therapeutic pools outside. You've got the hot ones, the cold ones, the, yeah. the body temperature ones. Um, and they've got like all different types of uh, yoga and meditation. And they even have like um, guided walks oh, wow. and chakra activation. Oh, and, and they've got, yeah, they've got like, Horses on property, which they say is like very, very therapeutic. Oh, so therapeutic. You can do so many things, including they have like a full spa. Um, So like you want to do like massages and facials and and body wraps, like everything, um, including one of my favorite places to visit when I'm there. Yes. Is the eucalyptus steam room. Oh, yeah. Those are so good. It is. absolutely heaven and you don't have to think about anything you literally go there and it is a full service place spa wellness retreat for yourself and um yeah for anyone that's interested I do have to say this when you book okay know that all your meals are included oh so it's all yeah it's all included um so all-inclusive spa experience all your meals um and then you even get like a um a credit for um a spa and wellness allowance credit so you can use it towards treatments um or wellness classes so yeah like i said fire circle oh you know what that's so wild because i used to go to a retreat in california in the desert called we care and that also was my thing you know like i went with my girlfriend and we just you literally you live in your in your robe and you just you're just so, focused on yourself. You know, you're completely. But that's what we need. I know. We need to sometimes unplug, disconnect, yes. and focus on self. And that's right. what we're talking about on the show today. We are talking about self-love and self-care because it is all about a new year and new, improved, upgraded versions of ourselves. Don't go anywhere. We will be back with more right here on The Parenting Show. Welcome back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. We've got Chantal Bizon, one of my amazing girlfriends running me on the show today. We're talking all about self-love and Chantal knows all about that. She's so good. You're so good at this stuff. That's why I had to have you on. Two-time best-selling author, entrepreneur, mama of three amazing girls, and grandma to Rory. Uh, Chantal, before the break, we were talking about Saint Anne Spawn. I'm like, you gotta go. I'm gonna go. To no, go. I'm gonna go. Well, because, because you know what? Go. I mean, the thing is, is that as women, you know, I, I used to fly to go to this we care place, right? And it's like anybody listening, you don't need to have to fly anywhere. Just no, as long you as don't. you're doing stuff daily, that is self care. You know, like even if it's just walking alone in nature for an hour or, you know, doing your meditate anyway, you don't have to like actually physically get up and go somewhere to make yourself a priority. Cause I think that's why a lot of people don't take care of themselves. They have it. Like, it's gotta be a big deal. It's gotta be a big production, but I love yeah. this Nan's idea. 
No, you have to. And you know what? Like you said, you don't have to go far. Like Grafton, Ontario is not far at all. Um, If any of you guys can picture that, that big, massive apple on the 401 (laughs) when you're, when you're driving eastbound towards Kingston, that's pretty much where it is. And I'm telling you, it is heaven. Heaven. I have actually, I have gone with others. Um, I've done a couple's trip there. I have done girlfriend trips there. And last year I actually did a solo trip there. What do you prefer? You know what? I'm really excited this year. I'm, I'm, it's, it's a girl's trip, but I did love my solo trip. Well, this is the thing, right? We never come and go as you please. You're not on anyone's schedule, but your own. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the, this is, this is such an important part of self-love is that, Yes, our friends feed our souls. Yes, you know, interacting with others is so good for our spirit. But sometimes you need silence. Like sometimes in order to get deep and to get really, really close to yourself again, you need that alone. You need that quiet. You need to be able to be alone with your thoughts. And like you said, sleep till you want to sleep, like not be on anybody else's agenda, because this is part of the thing with being a partner and being a parent is like, you're always on somebody else's timeline. Like your timeline comes last. And I'm suggesting in my book, loving yourself without losing your goal, I'm suggesting that you need to make your timeline first and then fill yes. in the rest of your moments with other people's timelines and other people's needs. That's not, I'm not saying be a neglectful parent, like wake up and all of a sudden make your kids like get themselves to school and whatnot. I'm saying first fill your cup, you know, and you can't, it's so cliche, but it's so true. You can't pour from an empty cup. And as women, our tendency is to be like, bet, watch, I'm going to do it. No, no, you're not going to do it. You'll do (laughs) it for a little while and it'll be drip, 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 drip. And then eventually it's like dry, 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 like the Sahara. So yeah, I, I, I love the idea, you know, and times are tough right now for everybody. Inflation is insanity. Um, you know, so if you're waiting for that moment to have enough money in your bank account to actually, you know, extract yourself from your situation to go be alone, I'm suggesting that you don't wait, you know, like you seize the moments where you have them, you know, and even if it, if you're at a job, it's like, get up at lunchtime, don't go to the lunchroom, don't go, you know, sit in your car and go through a drive through and scroll through your phone, put the phone down, connect to self, spend time, go find a we're so fortunate in Toronto where we've got a lot of green spaces around us and a lot of pathways and belt lines that run and intersect the city. Um, And honestly, even if you're down, 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 there's the waterfront, you know, like go so many places. Look at the radio station. Yeah. We've got sugar beach right outside of our studio doors and it is beautiful. Like Ontario is there, but like Mm -hmm. you said, lots of green spaces, you know, we've got beautiful parks. Look at high park. You know know what I mean? Yeah. And another thing too, you can do with your phone is like, if you are downtown, let's say, and you can't get to somewhere that's nature, there are so many apps that have nature sounds and just like put on your headphones and whatever moves you like, if you love the sound of the ocean, put the ocean in your ears and just kind of go into that meditative state where you're just like, pretend you're at the ocean, just be at the ocean, you know, be wherever it grounds you and centers you. So it allows you to like, be calm and just, you know, move through your day in a way that you feel rooted because so many of us with our technology and stuff, we're, we're, we're not even like disconnected from others and ourselves, but we're not even rooted anymore. You know, we're just, I know 
And the thing is, is that in this day and age, like technology is just like upgrading, 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 upgrading this whole AI world. I'm not going to lie. is scaring the living daylights out of me. Yeah, I won't participate in that. I'm sorry. Like, I'm showing my age maybe, but I don't know. It's too crazy for me. It is crazy. It's scary. And I think that we need to bring it back. 100%. Bring it back to self like we're talking about. And it doesn't have to cost money to yeah. take care of yourself and make yourself a priority. That also means, and you have it, you, you mentioned that you came out with one, a journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does it take to just journal out some thoughts and express gratitude for everything that we have, even just waking up for another day, the roof yeah. over our heads, you know what I mean? Like um, that we have clothes. That we have food. I know. You know, we have friends and family. This is the thing, right? And and again, I I have a lot of issues with social media. And you know that because we've talked about it at nausea. But the reality is the more time you spend looking at other people's lives, the more dissatisfied you're going to become with your own. Yeah. Because you, it's like, it's the ultimate way to like, try to keep up with the Joneses is by spending your life on social media. I totally, totally recommend that people whatever, if they spend two hours, four hours, you cut that in half and spend those other times on yourself, whether it be in nature, journaling, reading in a bath, whatever, whatever you need, but start cutting your social media time in half and your gratitude will go up. And one more thought before we break, not only do I love that point, Chantel, but do an evaluation, go through your social media, mm. go through who you follow. hundred percent. I do that all and the time. And start cleaning that up. Look at the accounts you follow. Does it make you feel good or does it not? Get rid of the ones that don't. We are talking all about self-care, self-love on the show today. And we've got more after the break. This is the Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, six forty Toronto. You are tuned into the Parenting Show right here on six forty Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. I've got my girl Chantel Bizon joining me on the show today. Two-time best-selling author, entrepreneur, mama of three, grandma, and uh, and just like all around amazing woman. We're talking all about self-love, self-care, and how it starts with us. And Chantel, we were talking on the phone the other day, yep. and it was funny. I was I was talking to you from my bed, like under the covers, <laughs> when you were going to when you were going to the boat show. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about a special project you have going on with your girls. Mm-hmm. Well, Fill, me in. Okay. Fill everyone so, yeah. in. You know, going way back to when I was saying how as a parent, you know, they're watching everything and they see everything. They're listening even when you don't think they are. Um, would they pick up your negative qualities, but they also pick up your positive qualities because I'm very, I'm very super ambitious. I'm entrepreneur at heart. I always have creative business ideas flowing hundred percent of the time. It's kind of wacky. I get too many downloads. I'm only one human. I love it. <laughs> but so my girls, um, my middle girl was in Los Angeles. She was a stylist out there and, um, you know, dressed like Travis Scott and was co-stylist to, um, 
Big Sean, Kelly Rowland. And, you know, she worked under Kanye West at Yeezy and that's where she ended up going to work for Travis Scott. So she's done stuff like dress them for the Super Bowl, Playboy, Golden Globes, all, uh, sorry, the Grammys, all the things. When she came back to LA, she was, she was disappointed at fashion for her age group. She's the one that's going to be 32. She was like, everywhere I went, every restaurant, every bar, every all the Toronto girls in my age group and her sister, her younger sister, looked exactly the same. They all had on the same Aritzia blazers, same Aritzia skirts, all the things. So she's like, you know what? I have a vision, same price point, but stuff that is unique and original and different. So their company is called Broken Chic and it has two arms to it. The one is repurposing and sourcing vintage. Um, and what they did with that, which was really fun, they created this blazer called the Gemini blazer. So they would take two blazers and make oh. it one so that when you go out to dinner, oh, cool. you're the only one wearing that blazer because it's been, you know, hand selected and hand sewn. Um, and then what they also did, which took more time, the second arm of the, 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 the business, which is actually the original reason behind the business is. Um, you know, as women, our weight fluctuates anywhere from five to 15 pounds every month, right? And you go and you want to put on your little black dress because you have you have a dinner while you're on your cycle, but it just doesn't fit. Or you want to wear your skirt, you want to wear your pants, you want to, whatever. You know, our weight is all over the place. So their original pieces are all fabrics from Italy, but they the patterns, the designs are created by them. The patterns are made, made here. And then the pieces are sewn here. And they sell from Toronto and they ship from Toronto. So, and what's cool about all their pieces is they're adjustable, but not like Oshkosh Bagosh you have four <laughs> with the elastic. Yeah, you know what I mean? So for example, their, their t- tops are tie back. So like when you're a little bit up on your weight, you just loosen the tie a little bit. The fabrics have some give, like the, they have these beautiful dresses and the, the, the way the fabric hangs is it allows for it to, to give a, give a little bit more when you're up on your weight. So that was really the two prong, um, thought behind broken chic was like, they wanted to repurpose. They wanted to have, you know, a low footprint and they wanted to source stuff that girls could feel cool about and feel original and unique when they go out and feel like their own person and and have their own fashion identity. And then the other part was like, well, I don't want to feel bad and shitty about myself when I'm trying to go out and look great. So that whole original side of their line is all about comfortability, fabrics that give and are adjustable through how they tie up and how, how they, how they close. It's really awesome. Fantastic. I love that. And I love that. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people don't even think about the the clothes that we wear when we're Mm -hmm. talking about self-care and self-love. How they make us feel. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It is a direct reflection of who we are and and what we're about. And if we don't feel good in what we're wearing. Yeah. It transfers It shows. It shows when you go out there. A hundred percent. So that was the whole thing behind the, the brand is that we want to feel good in everything that we wear, whenever we wear, whether it's day one of a cycle or if it's at, you know, our least bloated time of the month that we know we can grab that skirt. We know we can grab that top. We know we can grab those pants and we're going to feel like a million bucks. We're going to be comfortable. We're not going to feel sausaged in. And that's like you said, it's going to be reflective in how they carry themselves and how they interact with others. Cause they're not going to be literally uncomfortable in their skin. And you know what, going back to us and our kids, like I cannot stress enough that if we are not happy, if we are not in a good place mentally, emotionally, that 
says something to our kids, whether these words are coming out of our mouths or not, they are picking up on the energy, on the vibe. You know what I mean? So we need, we need to put ourselves first. We need to work on ourselves because we're not there. Opposite of selfish. Exactly. And I think a lot of people, even when it comes to like relationships, they stick in them when it's not a good situation because they're like, no, I need to do this for my kids. I don't want my kids coming from a broken home, not realizing the negative impact that it actually has on them when you stay in it. Oh my gosh. So much that we spoke about today. So many good points. I love you, Chantel. I love um, you. <laughs> thank you. If people want to find out more about um, your books and pick up mm-hmm. all your amazing books um, and affirmation cards and all that fun stuff, where can they find it? Well, um, so the best place for an independent author like myself is always go directly to the author's website. So for me, it's chantelstone.com. You can get all the love notes. You can get my journals. You can get my book. I also have um, weekly blogs there and my podcast without losing your cool. Also, you can get, um, you can get from the website. You can also follow me on Instagram, chantelbisson.com or chantelbisson. And then without losing your cool has its own separate Instagram. And, you know, it's just really goes into more detail about what is without losing your cool. And it's, not about getting through life perfectly and unscathed, but it's like, how do you get through life when it's messy and ugly and difficult and still stay cool? Yeah. And, and I love that because you know why that is real. It is real life authentic. If you don't follow Chantel, you need to, you know how I said, you need to go through your list and evaluate who you're following and, and drop the ones that don't make you feel good. You need to add Chantel to that list because trust me, she will make you feel good. Uh, Chantel, again, thank you so, so much for joining us on the show today, guys. If you tuned in a little bit late and you missed anything and you want to listen back or share it with anyone, It is also podcasted and you can find the podcast anywhere podcasts are available. So go hit subscribe, share, follow, and, uh, and we'll catch you next week right here on the parenting show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. And you've been listening to us on 640 Toronto.